You are now listening to The Beat Basement, Season 1, Episode 7. I yeah. had a very popular band in New York yeah. named Moniaka, mm. and so we played through the 54. This is The Beat Basement, where you hear from your livest producers. And this is where it all goes down. This is where you hear the funky sounds from the producers that's up and coming and Grammy Award winning. All of them. I'm your host, Swish. And we going in. Everything going in. On this episode, we have Arrow Beats of Island Groove Music. He getting deeper in the game, y'all. He has four albums. He's working on his fifth album right now. Um, he's doing jingles, producing music for his artists and other artists that wants to work, man. He does reggae, soca, dance hall, rap, you name it, man. He does it all, man. Um, what's up, Errol? How you doing, man? Welcome to the show. Great. Everything is great. All is well. Yes, 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 man. So, um, respect. Respect, man. Every time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yep. Um, so, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm a musician, firstly. I've been in the game for a long time. Um, maybe since about 1973. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, we yes, um New York yeah. back in the day. Yeah. So um studied music in City College in New York. Yeah. And studied recording engineering at the Recording Institute mm. of America. Damn. And um what? what? Had a lot of on the job training yeah. by working with other people. Yeah. And sitting in other people's session from time to time. Yeah. And uh, moved to Atlanta in 87. Mm. And start, I built my own studio. Tight. And started to work on projects. But I was still going on tours with other artists. So my studio endeavors were not consistent. Yeah. Because sometimes people will be calling me, but I'll be in Japan or right. someplace or something. Right. right. That never took flight the way I'd planned. Yeah. But I'm still working on that as we speak now, that I'm home more more. Yeah. I'm not touring as often. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm kind of, you see, my studio yeah. was in a warehouse downtown. Yeah. But we lost the lease, so I had to put everything in storage and just brought this in my house to just keep working. But shortly, I am now making plans to find uh, another spot. It looks like this is pretty. This is pretty tight. You got this set up real good, like yeah. a, like a real studio, you know, a real. Yeah. I will a lot actually, of people like the home feel studio. I build you know? studios. Oh damn! Yeah, I learned that along the way to the acoustic engineering. So I learned yeah. that too. But um, I like to have the studio laid out a little better. I have three different sets of speakers that yeah. I work with. Yeah. And we only sh- I only have two right here. Yeah. But I have 
I set a uris that I have in the walls right. that give me the nightclub sound when you mix on them. Mm. So I definitely want to recreate that level of studio again. Because yeah. that's where my foundation is. Mm. The home studio with the small monitors is nice for some things. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the big studio feel. Yeah. I can't do it all that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for reggae. Yeah. I like to hear yeah. the low end. Yeah. And sometimes not even hear it, but just feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. you can get that level of sound yeah. to me. Yeah. I can get that level of sound in my in my circle without some maybe a delete at least some fifteens. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um eighteens is preferable, but some fifteens. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna build that back. Okay, okay, that's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. Um, how was how was going to school for music? How was how was that experience? Now that was very 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 interesting to me because my mother wanted me to learn civil engineering. So <laughs> when I went to college. I went in there to learn civil engineering. Yeah, that's where the money at. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, actually, music has maybe more money right, than that, right. too. Right, right, you know? yeah, yeah, but, unbelievably. Um, musicians are always getting a fight yeah. from the rest of society, you right. know? Right, Because when you go into a nightclub, you'll see engineers in there, you see doctors in there, yeah. everybody getting yeah. their groove on. yeah. But when they leave the nightclub and go yeah. back to real world, yeah. they wouldn't want a, a recording studio next door to them. No, no. <laughs> so if we don't have places to work and build these music, yeah. Yeah. Where, where are they going to get right. the music from? Right. So it's a little sideways. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, whenever, as a musician, whenever I'm in the field, a lot of people will come and talk to me and ask me questions and we'll share. Mm-hmm. conversations mm-hmm. like that and you'll be surprised the people you meet on the road and they all want to tell you you know I used to do this and I used to do that right, right, but my right. mother didn't do that and my right, father didn't right. do that you know so so you basically um, once you got in school you got the opportunity to just travel with it to- well actually in, in school I had the opportunity to broaden my horizons Yeah, I was pretty much studying how to read and write music, how to Mm. notate things, how to listen, which was the most important thing. I did a couple of music history classes where I had to learn how to listen to a piece of music and analyze it. And just by analyzing the music, how it's structured, what the key would be, what the tempo is, what the yeah. beats per minute would be, yeah. what which era yeah. the music comes from, right. and all of that, was able to do a lot of that. That's all know? right. That's that's real deep, man. That's real deep. And and man, a lot of these listeners and people that love music, you know, and, and really need to study it, you know, in order to in order to make it, you know. Mm-hmm. I was going, how was it growing up with music in New York? That's where the whole thing was. That's where it started. That's where everything was. That's where it started. Yeah, man, and Carly B have a hit record up there, and 
Every time I'm driving down the street, you know, you gonna drive this is out in the air, right? Yeah. That was the wickedest tune yeah. at yeah. the moment, man. Yeah. And yeah. that was taking me back to Studio 54 and Xenon and clubs like that what? in the whole time. You what? Like this. Yeah, man. So what? Can you tell the people more <laughs> on that? Studio 54? What, oh, what yeah. that vibe was like? Studio was 54 was like... Everything um, or...? It was... It was like a theater in Manhattan. Oh, damn. And it became the place to be in the 80s. Yeah. You could go into Studio 54 on any given evening and be hanging out with any given superstar. Oh, wow. Between music, movies, anything. Yeah. Because everybody in Manhattan, especially people who live in Manhattan, would be in Studio 54. You know, I mean, I've been in there and seen Madonna and people like that. And, you know, (laughs) yeah, we... Wow. It was it was good because in the, at that time I yeah. had a very popular band in New York yeah. named Moniaka mm. and so we played to the fifty four mm. and live know, band yeah man. oh wow and wow. Um, we were doing all of that thing what instrument what instrument I, did I, you play I play guitar you in the band guitar. in, in the, the band, band. I oh guitar. dang so you was the rock star you was the rock star kind of sort of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's funny you say rock star. Yeah. But that's the perfect description, you know. <laughs> because I used to study Hendrix, Santana, yeah. BB yeah. King, yeah. all great guitars. Rick Derringer, all of the great guitar players. Yeah. Yeah. I used to spend hours, three, four hours in the morning yeah. and another two hours at night just practicing what they're doing. Same. To the point where I got to the point where I could write and play Damn. my own. Yeah, Damn, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, so, you know, like I'm in, when I played, when I was working with Maxi Priest, yeah. we were in a rehearsal one day, yeah. and the rehearsal was being held Maxi in... Maxi Priest, who is Maxi Priest? I just wanna be okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, do your research. Maxi Priest, my my guy worked with the greats. Yeah, man. And um, when I went outside for some water or something, I ran into Ron Hood. Ron Wood is from Rolling Stones. Oh, wow. And I he had a club on South Beach called Woody's on the Beach. Woody's on the Beach? And, <laughs> yeah, we actually played Woody's on the Beach yeah. New Year's Eve night prior. Wow. So, you know, he's reco- wow. he's recognizing me and I'm laughing because he doesn't really know who I am yet. Yeah. Until yeah. we started to talk and Woody was like, wow, yes, I remember. Yeah. Because we were trading guitar licks, yeah. you know. Yeah. And yeah. he was doing yeah. his rock and roll thing and I'm doing reggae and rock with him. And yeah. It was the time when you never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. And I guess it's no more, it's no different now. Yeah. If you're doing hip hop and you go someplace, you never know who you're gonna meet. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But back in those days, I was fortunate enough yeah. to pretty yeah. much rub shoulders with some right. of the great people right. in the music game. Right. Right. So my influences, as we speak, come from that era. Yeah. yeah. So whenever I start to work, sometimes my music get a little overproduced. 
Because right. based on what's happening yeah. in the game now, yeah. I will sometimes end up pulling sounds from a keyboard from that it's yeah it's from softer time. in yeah. texture as opposed to somebody who never had that experience yeah. you know they yeah. they pull yeah. more aggressive sounds yeah. and yeah you know. yeah but but it's not like how it used to be like the, like you say all those you you grew up in that era with all the great great musicians mm-hmm. like sounds like that was the biggest thing ever and it's still the biggest thing mm-hmm. you know sounds we love to hear sounds but you grew up with the greatest guitar players, man, and just was able to work with them, man. Yes, because when I listened to DJ Kali, yeah, and I I didn't even know it was him, yeah, producing this song, and then the guitar solo come in, yeah, it's it's Carlos Santana, yeah, that yeah. guitar solo, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, and yep. that's that's the song with that, Rihanna, yeah, yeah. Now Santana, yeah, could probably be hands down, yeah. My favorite, get my most yeah. favorite guitar player yeah. in time. Yeah. Um, he his guitar playing influenced my guitar playing mm. more so than probably anybody else. As much as I love Hendrix, yeah, you know yeah. Santana yeah. kind of got into my system yeah. a little more, yeah, because of his yeah. melodic structure. Yeah, yeah. you know he yeah. is very melodic, yeah, and. He could stroke. He could stroke that guitar. Yeah, yeah, or, you know. And based on what they all could, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. I have. A, I had a piano teacher one time. He was teaching us jazz improvisation. Name was John Lewis, mm. and based on what he was telling me, is appropriate to do when you're taking a solo or when you're doing something else. I hear that in Carlos Santana playing on a daily basis. Yeah. So we kind of <laughs> click like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That <laughs> is so crazy, man. You sitting here blowing my mind with this stuff, man. <laughs> I don't even know what to ask you next. <laughs> it's like I had came in here with some questions I'm going to ask you, and then you just took it and just blew my mind. Just, wow. Yeah, man. Um. What what got you involved with with music, man? Wow. Living in Jamaica, I don't think anybody who live in Jamaica... Cannot listen to music. (laughs) Can can live without getting involved in music. No. (laughs) That might sound weird. Yeah? But living in Trinidad, it could be the same. Yeah. In Barbados, wherever. Yeah. But I've never lived yeah. in on any of those islands. Right. I've right. only visited them. Right. So I can only speak for Jamaica in this case. Right. Right. But growing up in Jamaica, you would be living at this spot right here mm-hmm. and all around you could be a sound system. Most times it's a sound system. Because the bands, the musicians, them would be a little more wide, widespread. Yeah. Because based on where they have to rehearse, or they probably live in the same neighborhood. Yeah. But you don't really see right. them playing. Right. Unless you would right. go right. to where they rehearse. But you can at. hear it all day long. But when you wake <laughs> up in the morning, your neighbor might have their radio on, yeah. and it's yeah. always loud. Yeah. So yeah. you'll be hearing yeah. one radio station over yeah. there. 
And then somebody drive past, boom, 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 and another set of music. Pick up another sound. Yeah. So yeah. the music is just contagious, yeah. poisonous, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. You could wake up one morning and hear the church down yeah. the end of the block. Yeah. And them putting yeah. on some wicked yeah. gospel yeah. singing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A little guitar man yeah. playing a ting, 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 And the church people singing them soul out. <laughs> Big music, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then by the yeah. time you walk up to the next end of the block, yeah. there's a there's a bar, mm. and there's a jukebox in the bar, mm. and then you hear another set of yeah. music, yeah. the jukebox yeah. music. Yeah. I yeah. think the jukebox was probably more responsible for record sales on that <laughs> island more so than any other <laughs> any other safe situation. You know, in yeah. New York when I lived there back in the day. Yeah. The biggest radio station, quote unquote, black yeah, radio station, right. was WBLS, mm. and I made a lot of attempt to get them to play reggae, mm-hmm. especially that I was making yeah. writing songs, yeah. trying to get so on the radio. Reggae music was good. Man. Couldn't get on that radio station, boy. It's crazy. It was just an R and B station. And I used to always ask the program yeah. director, or the yeah. people in there, yeah. "Oh, you said this is a black station, right. but you don't right. play." Right. You don't play black music from right. everywhere. Right. right. But they couldn't do it there, you know. They they had, have different people who tell them yeah. basically on the station what they want to yeah. program. Yeah. But the first time they played a song for me, the band that I was in, that went What band was that again? Manyaka. Manyaka. Yeah. Well, do that mean something? Yeah, it means good luck in good Swahili. Luck. It means with the help of the spirit. Ooh. And boy, that song took off like jet. Ooh. We couldn't catch up with it, man. <laughs> All over the world, that song became number one thing. Who's your favorite Jamaican artist of all time? Of uh, all time? Yeah. Yeah, mine of all is, time. Mine is yeah, mine is Bob Marley, but I like Shabba Ranks too. But uh, Peter Tosh is mine. Peter Tosh. In terms of a solo artist, it would be Peter Tosh. In terms of a group, it would be Third World and our Inner Circle. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. What what is soca music, and where it come? Where does it come from? Soca? Yeah, dance hall and soca and all of it. The soca music now, I am not even sure which of the islands it oh, came out of. But it came from. But it came from one of the other yeah. islands. Yeah. You see, Calypso, we have to attribute Calypso to Trinidad. Calypso, that type of music. Yeah, Calypso. Right. That, that's, as, that's as old as the reggae music, let's say. Almost, or yeah. it's, it's just dang. about the same time. Yeah, because all the islands have their own oh, sound, okay. Okay. and it's all a matter of yeah. the same yeah. basic time. Yeah, and yeah. Trinidad had calypso. Mm. That's the land of calypso, actually. Oh, okay, okay. And so, all the other Caribbean islands would be playing calypso or making an attempt to play calypso, mm. Jamaica including. Mm. But Jamaicans figure that we want our own sound, yeah. we want yeah. our own things. Yeah. So 
they started to develop um, a different sound. Mm. And kind we, of we yeah, together. No, we nope. went straight New Orleans. Oh. You see, New, oh. Orleans, New Orleans had a had the rhythm and blues sound. Yeah. And the bebop type of sound. Yeah. And the jazz. Anybody can pretty much feel our vibes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's the cook up in the beat basement. <laughs> we got Arrow. He going in. <laughs> <laughs> 